Well, hello, class. Yes, the substitute is in the building. And welcome to season 227, episode one of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production of By Heart Radio. This is the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Monday, March 7th. 2022 you know what that means it's the day my parents split up y'all march 7th i remember it very well if you remember a couple years ago i called my dad on this day to ask him how he felt about it and it was a real heart to heart go back to that episode about maybe two years ago but anyway shout out to my parents who get along now and everybody's living their best life but i will never forget break your neck by buster rhymes was playing on the radio when my dad pulled the car over at a park to be like hey let me holler at you real quick oh. um now oh. <laughs> all childhood trauma aside bust the bus <laughs> break your neck too i mean whenever i hear that song it's weird i have a visceral reaction of course like, oh my God. of course dad is telling me he has another fan <laughs> oh my God. welcome welcome it wasn't a whole family don't worry but welcome my name is miles gray A.K.A. Hey, I'm Andre Agassi, and this is crazy, but this ain't my hair, cause I'm balding, maybe. It's hard to win slams when your wig's failing, but this ain't my hair, cause I'm balding, maybe. Okay, shout out to Johnny Davis on the Discord. We were talking about Andre Agassi's, like, wig that he used to wear and play with while competing in professional tennis, and apparently... It almost cost him a Grand Slam final because his wig was uh, not agreeing with him. So anyway, keep your wigs on point, everybody, especially if you're competing at the highest levels of tennis. I am thrilled to be joined today by my guest co-host, the people who, when I was out, you're like, man, just just make this person, just just replace Miles with this person. And I was like, hey, you know, I could use a break. (laughs) But for real, this is one of my favorite people to have on. Their media takes infallible. Their movie taste, infallible. Their sneaker game taste, their huh. kick game, bonkers. Okay. Stepping the game up, yes. Exactly. You know her from, you know, any, I mean, producing damn near every hit podcast out there. You know, a, a media critic in her own right. Please welcome the brilliant, talented, hilarious, and my wonderful friend, Joelle Monique. Ow, ow, ow. You know her as the Marvel Defender, a.k.a. There the Purple Lipstick Dawn. What's up? I feel like, why doesn't everyone just call Beyonce's hair person? If Beyonce can have six fans on her and be flipping upside down and sweating for two and a half hours straight, you can right. play a tennis match right? and still look fly. True. I, I wonder, do you Ooh. think it's like, like, she probably has all, like, the top wig people cornered, like, on contracts. You're like, you don't fuck with anybody else's wigs <laughs> except mine. You know what I mean? And that's why other people are I don't think black lacking. women move like that. Like, it's it's very in our DNA to be like, oh, you need a hair person? I got six braiders. Who, what kind of style are you trying to do? Sure. This one does it best, but this one does it cheapest. Like, we're ready. We're constantly stacked. I don't feel like we don't really hoard our hairstyles unless we don't like that bitch. In which case, she But I mean, but this is what I'm permission. saying, though. You know, because I'm sure, like, on some level, I wonder how many people Beyonce's been through and, like, they just know, like, one thing and they're like, oh, that person's gone after that. I do feel like see? Beyonce is like, you don't fuck up the hair. Like, right. I mean, she grew up in a hair salon. I once saw her cut an angled bob in, like, in the moment. Like, not a planned, like, okay, we're going to cut and probably about to sleep. She just picked up some scissors and was, like, straight down. I was like, what are you doing? Wait, and then it turned out this? amazing. Like, at an event? So or this is, it's like, in some the behind-the-scenes video from Me, Myself, and I. 
You can oh, see okay. her, like, she has the longer wig on, and then she's like, you know what, this really needs to be an angled bob, and she does it in two seconds. She's just standing up while they're, like, fixing a light in the background. It was so impressive. Oh, my God. Why doesn't she put that as part of her show? Like, she has a fan come on stage, she's like, I'm going to give you a new look. What are you feeling today? Child, oh, God. <laughs> can you imagine if Beyonce was doing hair like Miss Tina, or if it's like her and Miss Tina on stage? It's, she's singing Halo <laughs> and cutting your hair. <laughs> I'd watch it. I would love to yeah. see it. Absolutely. <laughs> We all, wait, me and who's that? Oh, we know who that is. This is uh, Virginia's very own oh. Uh, oh, shit. legendary oh, shit. comedian. Oh, shit. You might know him from various stand. I mean, this if you if you if you've seen stand up anywhere, chances are you've probably seen this man. And if not, maybe if you've kept your eye on the YouTube's and internet vi- videos, you might know him from uh, his award winning series Thug Notes uh, as, as Sparky Sweets. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you heard him on this show. Maybe you've seen his wonderful art. This man is not just a comedian. And he is a talented visual artist as well. He got a whole redlining series that's amazing, taking historical people, very significant black figures, and talking about the neighborhoods they're, they're from and showing how redlining has affected it. It's wonderful. Oh, man. How could you not have this art if you give a fuck and you're socially aware? Please welcome today's guest, the brilliant, talented, and somebody I've known for ages now. It's Gentlemen. wild to see us reconnect here as on a podcast. But please welcome Greg Edwards. Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you, Miles. That's how sweet, man. No, man. How we go way sweet. back. We Congratulations back. on your wedding. Thank you. Yes, you a married man now. I, I mean, which is wild because I met my wife on YouTube Nation. Oh, when really? we first met. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. She was one of the producers on there. So this was like, <laughs> look, look, look at us come off. Hey, look, look, I got one. I've been married. Uh, it'll be a year in April. Okay. I got one tip. Uh, people always say uh, don't <laughs> go like, to uh, bed. What's that tip? Hmm, but look, look, people always say don't go to bed angry, but that's bullshit. You're going to go to bed angry. That's just going to happen. <laughs> don't even right. sweat that shit. Uh, the real tip is bring food home all the time. Yes. Always bring. I don't care. Bring a pizza. Bring some Thai food. If you coming home and your wife is at the crib, bring some food home, dog. That's yeah, it. Exactly. Always. I I'm always like whenever what really? the thing I do is I always like find uh like she she likes chocolate, so I always try and buy like chocolates when I'm out. If I see some like interesting candy bar, I'm like, let me get that. Let me bring that home real quick. That's it. That's how you know the love is still there when you just think about something like that. Yeah, I just want you to have this. Like yeah. you just deserve this. You, you know? deserve like this. You. And and please don't mind the mm. fact that the new Gran Turismo game just came out and my PS5 is calling my name. <laughs> That's not why I bought this. I'm just saying, please keep this in mind when I vanish for hours at a time screaming because my Toyota Yaris isn't performing the way I need it to in the corners. She's All that so to happy say, to have quiet time. She's like, it's Yeah, for real. Go, oh, yeah. go in there. Go in there, boy. Go. I mean, I don't know. Do <laughs> you get this, Greg? Like, be, I don't know how on you are, but there, I have... Like, you know, as a comedian, sometimes I am I get in the mood and I can't stop being, f- like, silly. Oh. And there are times where she's like, hey, can you just shut the fuck up for a second? <laughs> and nah, I'm like, my, but this shit is funny to me. My wife is always like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cute that y'all think that's because you're comedians. Well, that's every <laughs> Hilarious, no, you're right. <laughs> you're right. We're, I'm an immature boy who still uh, likes to just talk nonsense nonstop. <laughs> it's really what it is. I think up. the difference is some people leverage that into somewhat of a career and don't, and then you use the excuse, I'm in comedy, rather than, <laughs> I don't know when to shut up. Yo, I get paid to do this, girl. Yeah. <laughs> you like oh, you that steak? 
Why are you telling me to shut up? Practice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, see, this is why Joel is here to keep us grounded (laughs) and also keep us realizing we ain't shit. True story. True indeed. Actually, before we talk to Greg, we got to talk about what we're talking about. First, we're going to talk about how Pornhub and OnlyFans have uh, ended up being a unlikely source of information for Russian people trying to learn more about what is happening. We'll also talk about this lady that kidnapped herself. Uh oh, and then got caught. I mean, the audacity. It's but <laughs> you see it a lot in this country. And uh, remember that American trucker convoy yes. when they were like, "Yeah, man, we need the trucker convoy here." Well, I forgot about it already because nothing fucking happened with that. <laughs> and we'll talk about how sad that shit ended up. And then we'll debunk another myth coming out of uh, Ukraine. Unfortunately, it, I, I'm sadly I know everybody loved retweeting this shit. But Ukrainians are not actually selling Russian tanks on eBay. Okay, just we'll, we'll get into that. But first, Greg, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? All right, uh, Sydney Poitier passed away recently, right? Mm-hmm. So I love Sydney. That's one of the reasons I got into like the acting game, and I found one of his his, uh, his movies, uh, Paris Blues, on <gasps> YouTube. I don't know if a lot of people. I've seen Paris Blues. They have not. It's Paul Newman's in it. Diane Carroll is in it. And it's all about jazz. Louis Armstrong is in it. It's black and white. I love black and white films. And it's just a dope movie. It's it's if you watch the movie today, it talks about a lot of the issues that's going on right now. And uh it's just beautiful. And yeah, I watched that movie the other day. That's like one of the last, it's like on one of my tabs right now. Right. So, and I love jazz. I'm a I'm a jazz dude. I don't even I listen to jazz probably more than anything right now. Really? Yeah. Anything. Okay. Jazz. Like any specific artists, trios, mostly, quartets? Mostly old school uh, bebop jazz. You know, um, okay. I mean, Shout of course, I mean, Coltrane, Miles, mm-hmm. uh, Cannonball, Adderley. I just, yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm old, man. I can't be driving down the street listening to uh, shoot a nigga up, shoot a nigga up. Yeah, <laughs> and I yeah, get yeah. mad because I'm just going to be... <laughs> I can't be driving in L.A. listening to that because I'm just going to be oh, yeah. angry. So I got to listen to well, something Well, there's a cool. time and a place. There there's is. a time right. and a place. You know, sometimes you're about to go into a pitch meeting and you need to get yep. all that, like, like big shit, big talk energy, like, yeah. in your veins. And that's when you do. But then sometimes you just try to, like, L.A. is a dope place to just drive around. You just want to pop in some Thelonious Monk and, like, drift. No I feel doubt. that, too. That's what I'm you about, You drift? Like, you, like r- drift racing? Huh? Not actually. Oh, I thought you were like, yo. <laughs> Are you, when he said, I'm going just drift into some Thelonious back, like, Monk. I'm like one hand low on the steering wheel, yeah. not racing. You're like, yo, I'm doing, corners. I'm shutting the intersection down with these slideshows. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Blasting Monk out the car. Hell yeah. Yeah, City Portier is a revelation, though. Like seeing him, like just walk and like stand and like. Oh, yeah. Like you see a, a black dude carry themselves like that totally. ever. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I became to Paris Blues so late. Like, I, I got introduced to, you know, Lilies of the Field or Blackboard Jungle first. And then my dad turned me on to In the Heat of the Night, where he slaps a sh- dog shit out of a police officer. Woo, yeah. Y'all, that you, a man in the 50s in a tight suit just backhanded yeah. like a white Southern racist <laughs> officer. Woo, it gives you strength. It feels real good. Yeah. I heard that time. wasn't in the script either. He wasn't supposed to do yeah. that. <laughs> Oh shit! Sydney said, "This man can't take me in a fight, so I'm gonna just do it." Because <laughs> then you have to ask the studio if it's in the script. Studio's gonna be like, mm, "White people aren't gonna like that." So yeah. they're like, hey, they're "Don't worry, that's not you gotta happen. do it in the moment." You're like, "How about I meet you to the back of my hand?" 
Um, <laughs> all sorry, man. I went off book there. I went off book. My man. bad. Sorry about that. My bad, yeah. Joe. <laughs> you know, character just gets in you sometimes. Right. It's method. It happens. You know, it happens. You know what I love, though, too? Like you were saying, you found mm-hmm. that you found the, the whole movie on YouTube. Whole thing. Yeah. It's always pleasant when you find a whole fucking movie on YouTube. Oh. Where you're like, fuck, I don't know who has this. And you're like, I guess the studios really don't give a fuck about this one. Right. Because this is in it. HD. <laughs> it's a great like, movie. Uploaded. Uh, always a pleasant surprise. Okay. Moving on. What's something, Greg, you think is overrated? Celebrity breakups. I'm tired of it. Tired mm. of talking about it. This shit is, this Kanye shit with Kim, it's like everybody forgot about their breakups. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. every time right. I watch Kanye do some shit like date a girl that looks just like Kim, it just makes me think about my ex. You know, like, after I broke, <laughs> Jasmine broke up with me, I went searching for Jasmine replacements. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I've been there, dog. I know that feeling. <laughs> And it's sad. I don't want to. I don't want to think about. Was that. that in the time of social media where you could even post? You're like, ah, look at me, Jasmine. I'm with my new Jasmine. <laughs> Facebook Jasmine was around, too. but right. I won't do it that. Because, but I mean, we all got that energy though of like yeah. doing mm. dumb breakup shit, and it's just sad, man. I should. Yeah. That, that ain't cute. Well, I think also too, like, there's also this whole dimension that's missing of like being like, yeah, what Kanye West is doing is actually like criminal. You know, based on what Kim is saying and what like what her interactions with him have been. And also, like, we suddenly forgot you're like, this man is struggling with his mental health. Yeah, like, dog. Just like, man, look at him. He's sloppy. You're like, <laughs> it's a little bit deeper than that. It's also interesting for a world so like hell bent on like, look at what we did to Britney. It was awful. We have like multiple documentaries about it. Right. And they're like, oh, but also do that shit to Kanye because it's fun. It's like it's weird to see the analysis and the practice happening in the exact same time without any awareness of each other. I, I think it's just like that's where misogyny works against him, right? Where it's suddenly like they're like, wow, look, that guy's just doing what he wants to do. And there's like, no, you know, there's that that would never enter the conversation. Whereas I feel like with Britney's like a lot of concern, trolley, shame kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now you have because like really everybody said is like, he needs less yes people around him. He needs less shitty improvisers to to, to quit yes ending his like worst ideas. But I guess that's where that shit takes you. Yeah, Wasn't there some there's some video? What was the headline about him having a video where like Pete Davidson is being like buried alive or something? It's his new money new... with the game. Yeah. He decapitates Pete Davidson, but that's off what, screen that's and like... then just holds his head. It's breakup shit. I, we've all. I mean, how many times have you wanted <laughs> to beat up? Have you decapitated their new man in effigy? Yeah, I would. I wrote poems about my ex girlfriend's new boyfriend. Eminem <laughs> did it. Yeah, we talked about it on the show yesterday. Yeah, we've all right. done that shit. But it's oh, just him God. on TV. It's just you know. It's like, come on, man, get to do some yeah. space. Yeah, I'm trying to think of when I, when I, whenever I like, I go through a bad breakup or when I was like my last bad breakup, I just. I was just like, I remember driving around, like playing the weirdest music with tears in my eyes. Yeah. You pulled Olivia Rodrigo. Over. I feel it. Yeah. And see, I didn't have that back then. <laughs> Olivia, I could have used you in 2007, but you weren't around yet. You may have been barely born, I think. <laughs> I needed you. Instead, I had Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, oh, and the Infinite Sadness. Yeah, dog. And a few Fiona other. Fiona Apple and shit. Yeah, Fiona yes. Apple. Ooh, there was like she gets one. It. There was like this one fucking what song was it by Nelly Furtado <laughs> that like I don't know I just made it a breakup Is song. Is it I'm you like know, a bird? No. You know have you ever just made a song a breakup song? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you made way time. too much of your 
in your feelings. You put way too much uh, emotion behind yeah. lyrics that don't mean what you're feeling. But it right. matches. It's close enough. Yeah, yeah it, it was like that song. It's like so afraid of what people might say, but that's so okay because you're only human. Remember that song? <laughs> <laughs> that was on the album that had that uh, "Say It Right" on it, where it's "If You Don't Know Man, Nothing at All But Me." It was oh, on that I same album. That, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that and that one, I was like, okay, that that one. You don't like anything. Was saying like you don't know in my mind. I'm like, you don't know the pain I'm in right now, girl. <laughs> and then <laughs> this other one, I just made it my own breakup song, and I'm like. I don't even know how, but anyway, mm. shout out. We now. we need a breakup mixtape. Just everybody's your favorite friends breakup songs, uh, right? Mixtape that'll be dope. But also like, but only tracks that aren't re- seen as traditional breakup songs. B song, yeah, that's okay. What, that's what I'm really interested. in. I'm like, what have you co opted to be a breakup, <laughs> breakup song and recontextualized? Because that I think is the the underrated quality of pain me myself um, and i joel was just talking about it that's like that's one of my uh ooh, that's a breakup one for me that's a, that oh hurt. yeah There's... i like that one that one gives you power though it walking does. out it you does. just be like fine oh, yeah. then i got it i'll take my shit and go right meanwhile i'm still like crying listening to tyrone somehow <laughs> i'm like i need tyrone she's talking to me <laughs> Um, all right, <laughs> Greg, what's something you think is underrated? I think olives are underrated. I think brooms are underrated. Wow. I think uh, okay. oh, I think oatmeal is hella underrated. It's so many things that's underrated, dog. Wow. Hold on. Okay. Well, we olives, have to go on some of these. Let's, let's... Yeah, first, I mean, olives, I, I feel like they're proper. Are you saying we have new uses for olives that we're not thinking about? I just don't think olives get the love that they deserve, man. Olives are so fucking bomb. Just like. I mean, the olive oil is bomb. Mm-hmm. Top and on. You can just dip it in bread. I mean, come on. That's mm-hmm. just like... And then the olive <laughs> as a as an olive is just bomb, too. You can eat that with pastrami and meat. Or just eat it right. by itself, man. It's just so good. What's your favorite kind of olive? I like them black-ass juicy olives. You know, where wow. the okay, nut is okay. like hella small. And mm-hmm. the nut don't even take the meat off with it. It's just, it's just the nut just comes off. I like the black. And them dark purple ones. The Kalamata. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. got the names. Okay, what, are you olive fan too, Joel? I fuck no, I worked at a pizza place. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we had different kind of olives. I want to read you like book. I don't like an olive. You don't I don't like olives? No, nah, I, I listen. At first I was going to dock it because I was like, olives are weird to me because I don't know how they ended up in alcohol. I don't know why that became a decision. Mm-hmm. And I think that unless they're like super finely chopped and mixed into something almost like an anchovy i don't want to discern that i'm consuming an anchovy but if it's like cut up into something oh my god it's pretty tasty i feel the same way about olives but then you mentioned olive oil which is like the king of like cooking oils yeah and then i got it i was like listen just on the strength of olive oil alone yes the olives underrated how how it supports the base of your entire like not just italian kitchens but like american kitchens you need it we need it yeah Unless you're cooking, Essential. look, unless you're frying, you know, because it can't do high temperature. True, that's you know true. I mean? No, and you know, you that's a, canola. You know, a job for peanut oil or canola, depending yeah. on your preference. Yeah, yeah I, I love olives. I like, I really like these. I, I had these Spanish olives that are stuffed with anchovies nice. that are really good that like someone from Spain was like, you got to fuck with our olives. And I was like, okay, sure. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> this is all I want to eat. I love and like the, to the point about it being at a bar, love a dirty martini. I love a little bit of olive brine. 
I love. I think I'm just. I think I just hooked on salt. To be honest, Let's just do a lemon. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. What can you do? And also brooms. Why did you say brooms yeah. are underrated? Brooms. I'm like, I feel like brooms. they're useful. Are you serious? We don't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've been sweeping my whole life. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think about it, brooms have been around for a long time, but it's only relatively recently in history that we get. They're like six foot tall poles so we don't have to bend over while we sweep. Right. And I think really, again, just on the strength of that pole and not having to do backbending labor to try to sweep your floors. I mean, yeah. also a push broom. I hear something for the push broom. And you're like, damn, yes. why did we invent vacuum? The <laughs> push broom got it. Unlock. It's fine. Push brooms like they don't. I mean, I love I love a broom, dog. I got like four. <laughs> yeah what's your okay so what's your what's your method for putting getting in the dustpan oh i got man i mean i got like a i got like an iron like a uh like a steel you know like you got that um the shit you cook with the, the cast the, iron skillet yeah cast iron skillet i got a cast right. iron uh dustpan what for outside use only and then i got some plastic ones and then i got like a like a carry dustpan, because I but like okay, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Right when you get to the dustpan, you'll get most of it to the to the lip of the dustpan. Then you move the dustpan. Then there's that thin little bit that didn't quite get it. I'm I got saying, like what's a, your? I got like a little I, broom, like a little hand <laughs> thing. That you just like, <laughs> wow, like a dirt devil like just a, prepared. Oh my yeah. gosh, like a little oh, thing, and it just gets motion. all that. Yeah. Okay, whip it up with yeah, the broom. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love I love a good broom. And you know what's kind of funny when you mm. when you like you live with somebody and you see that they have no broom skills, <laughs> that's fucking sad. That's like you're really you're telling on yourself when you see somebody you like when people you, they just start in the middle of the floor instead of like yeah. hitting an edge. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, what's yeah. Those big ass motions like you're not pushing it bit by bit. You're just like out here like painting the floor with a fucking broom. Now yeah. there's dust everywhere. It's completely defeating the purpose of why you started this task in the first yeah. place. Yeah. I guess I remember seeing like one of the, my first roommates, like, you know, you know, it's time to clean the apartment or whatever. And they were fucking up on broom, like as if I'm like Miles Davis leading a fucking quintet or something. I'm like, this motherfucker <laughs> fucking up on bass. He's <laughs> like, yo, you know the chart. Now let's go with it. Fucking but like up on fucking, broom. fucking up on broom. I was like, this is fucked up. And it was so the second I saw him, I said, this day, this person ain't shit. They hadn't they didn't have to do shit in their life. They never worked a fucking day. And they're like they're fucking around on broom like that. It changes the game, man. I know. Look, and I'm see. I'm getting all excited about <laughs> broom talk. But that's that that's old just... man shit. You married now, dog? Yeah. Well, also, I think you know. You said you've been like sweeping your whole life. Holy. I remember very quickly just being yelled at from my like both sets of grandparents on my broom skills as a kid. That like this is get... a very black slash immigrant slash black immigrant experience of being like you don't know how to like clean your space. The sweep up. What's going on? It's weird. And look, you know, I see I see many broom styles out there, but all I need to say is if don't be caught out there lacking on your broom skills because you will be judged. <laughs> oh, you will be judged. Will. It's so easy. It's oh. so it's it's I don't even know. And I get it, if you have mobility issues, that's one thing. But broadly, like I really need to know if you don't have broom skills, what happened? I blame it on your mama. And I don't want to go there, but you know what? We just did. That's okay? your mama fault. <laughs> that's your mama see I know it's your mama fault look at you on the broom like that Ugh. it's your mama fault <laughs> you're like Damn. what <laughs> like I, I grew up wealthy and I'm like that's still that's, that's like your mama, mama fault <laughs> okay well that's a mistake anyway alright we'll uh, be right back and we'll talk about some news right after this
And we're back. <laughs> right when we left, I said, we're in the break. And then Greg just goes, and oatmeal too, man. <laughs> like, wait, we're not even recording. <laughs> you really had to get that one in there. I'll let I've you get it I've never seen in. my father eat anything else except for, he eats oatmeal. Occasionally, he'll have a turkey sausage patty on the side. That's his breakfast. If we go out and oatmeal is not an option, he's not eating breakfast. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is, he's like, this is not a restaurant. Yo, oatmeal is the shit, man. Oatmeal's so good. Keep your cholesterol low. Uh-huh. It's good, man. You, how do you, you just eat it plain? What do you do to, to zhuzh it up? I mean, I, I put a little, I put sugar in mine. That's, that's okay. it. That's it. That's sugar. it. Yeah. Is it brown sugar or just white sugar? Straight up Caucasian sugar. <laughs> I, he's like, straight up Splenda. <laughs> like, yo. I love brown sugar. You know, but I'm like, brown sugar, like black women, sometimes it's just like, oh, girl, you too fine. I got I got to put some of this. <laughs> There's too much happening. Too much going on, girl. <laughs> got to scale back and go. Yeah. Jesus. Make it Tony Braxton yeah. out of here. <laughs> I got to put some of this white sugar up there. God. Ooh, girl, you too much. Uh, oh, okay. shit. Too much brown sugar. Uh, anyway, shout out to all the oatmeal people out there. That's definitely my dad included also. Hell yeah. He's, he, man, I don't, what is it What about oatmeal? Bomb. It's easy, too. It's just hot water. Mm. And oats yeah. and some sugar. That's it. You ever put milk in it just to give yourself a little bit of a luxury meal? A little bit. You oh, know, yeah. I put some oat milk in there. Keep it oat. Oh, mm-hmm. You know? Wow. <laughs> Keep okay, it oat. OG. Yeah. Okay. But I like we'll it just straight up hot water and sugar. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. shout out to the uh, National Association of Oatmeal Makers uh, for sponsoring <laughs> that segment. Yeah. But now let's move on to the anti war efforts of adult performers. So, Russia has resti- restricted news from the outside at a pretty aggressive rate. You know, they're part like they're doing everything they can to keep people from understanding all the dimensions of this invasion. There's recently a bill that was passed that like could potentially land Russians in jail for like up to 15 years if they tweet out of pocket mm. about the war. And we've seen thousands of, of people arrested for protesting. So basically, you know, it's 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 these people are living in an information desert where the only things that are sort of readily available to you are traditional propaganda channels. Facebook has been restricted. I think Twitter has been like basically blocked also. Independent news is inaccessible. The BBC has like reintroduced their shortwave radio like in World War II so people can get some kind of information. But the one place that is for, that is still able to offer people a glimpse into what is happening is on sites like Pornhub and OnlyFans. You know, there was an effort of people to do things like do go into like Yelp on Russia and leave reviews and post pictures of what was happening in, in Ukraine or going on Google Maps and posting in Google Maps. But then Google kind of locked, shut that kind of activity down. So now we're seeing some Russian and Ukrainian adult performers using the platforms to like upload vlogs like on their OnlyFans. That's like a live to the uh, to the date to the moment updates about like what they're going through in Kiev or, or other parts of Ukraine. And in some instances on Pornhub, people are just uploading straight up footage, like news footage of what's happening just to be like, there's a video site that the Russian government hasn't completely cracked down on. Check this out. And it seems to be somewhat effective, you know, because people are kind of paying attention now. How many of those people are actually viewing this content from Russia, you know, stands to be uh, known, still unknown until this point. But it's one of these things that we're kind of seeing many people having to get a little bit more creative with how they're able to get content out. And I'm just saying, like, you know what? Uh, we owe sex workers another one there. 
Somebody was saying the other day, and I'm sorry that I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but they were talking about how in times of crisis, sex workers are typically the best advocates because they're so frequently in crisis and under threat of like imprisonment. And so they have like these systems that work almost autonomously now already set in place for like notification and um, legal aid and all kinds of other things. So sex workers really putting it down and sex workspace really holding down the fort for us in these difficult times, as always. I mean, I'm sorry to be this dude, but uh, what about the safe space for jerk offers? (laughs) 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 What if you try to, what if if you're in Russia, right? Are you in Ukraine and you're like, Man, I just need to get one out. You know what I mean? And then you... I need the politics out of here. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, I can't go nowhere. You know what I mean? But do we think that's on the main page, though? I feel like you got to search for it. Yeah, it I, can't I, be I, the I most clicked trending. on sexy stepmom teaches man a lesson. <laughs> No. And I am now seeing tanks roll into cities. This can't is get not away right. from it. They're like, you know, and unfortunately, I think the jerk offers, unfortunately, are not the allies that we need to be uh, in, a, in alliance with in this instance. But it's it's even wild to think, too, because we don't we're still not really sure what the real or how widespread the anti-war sentiment is in Russia. We we definitely see people protesting and there are protests. Is it arriving to like the, you know, hundreds of thousands of people or millions? Not quite, but that's also because the government is very repressive and will just beat the fuck out of you for, for getting out there. And you do see a lot of instances where a lot of people, you know, I saw this one headline of this Russian woman who was stranded in Ukraine once the invasion began and she was calling her mom in Russia And her mother in Russia did not believe what she was saying because of what she was seeing on TV. And she's like, I'm your daughter. She's like, no, no, no. That's not what they're saying on TV. Wow. And so there's even those kinds of things to overcome. It's just uh, it'll be interesting to see like how all of this evolves. But again, this isn't to speculate on what the outcome is domestically. What what a bad relationship, right? You call your mom up and she like, (laughs) that's not what they're saying on CNN. He's like, you did this last time. Every time. He said, what? You need to borrow 500 bucks, too? Because a war broke out. Where Yeah, you did this last time, Julia. We're not doing it wow. again. Damn. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But that is, it is a, it, I think it's, it's a few things where, you know, older generations of Russians have definitely, through the generation, seen how bad it can be yeah. to speak out and go against what sort of like the state-sponsored narrative is. But you, but it's mostly the you see a lot of younger people who I think are kind of just like I'm really having trouble seeing what my future is in this country, and maybe this is an opportunity to speak out. But yeah, still very scary. And thoughts and prayers for all those people sure, around the world yeah, facing man. global strife because uh, it's not just there. Okay, let's talk about something a little bit lighter, which is the story of Sherry Papini. You guys hear about this? You heard about Sherry Papini? I've not heard about this. Okay. Well, back in 2016, she went missing in early November of 2016. There was a huge search manhunt to try and find her and maybe the people responsible for her kidnapping. She she popped up on the side of a road 22 days later, about 150 miles from her home. She had injuries from being bound. She looked believably like injured. She apparently had a branding scar on her shoulder and people were relieved. And then law enforcement began their search for the kidnappers and they were coming up short, just trying to figure out who could have done this. We're not seeing a lot of 
ways to figure out how to like triangulate and, and bring these people in. Even though she gave a very vague description of two Hispanic women with bandanas over their faces oh. that kidnapped her. Then last week, they made an arrest. And it was Sherry Papini herself for staging her own damn kidnapping. <laughs> and it turns out she made all that shit up and was staying with an ex voluntarily as the search went on for her in 2016. And the thing that they're saying in these inter in, in these articles about it is the FBI showed up at the, in 2020, right? And they said, hey, we're having a lot of trouble, like, like corroborating your story. And in fact, I'm going to be real. We have we have more evidence that suggests you may have been involved with this. And she did the, the normal thing that any scumbag liar would do and doubled down on that shit. Even though they said, before you answer now, before you answer, remember, lying to a federal investigator is a crime. So I'm going to just say it one more time. Lying is a crime. And I'm telling you, we have evidence that you may be involved. Now, do you want to change your story? She said, nope, it was them. I don't know what to say. Mm. And he, they got her. She's now facing 20 years in prison. And not just and not just for like the wasted resources of like people trying to find her. She was also grifting money from the California Victims Compensation Jesus. Board. This bitch. And took and she she got thirty thirty thousand dollars. But this is my thing. Mm -hmm. Was it what was this all for? Because you only they're saying she only grifted she was only able to get thirty thousand dollars, pay it out over the last couple of years. And now she could be going to jail for I mean, I don't know, like she's blonde and blue eyed. I don't know. If they, you I don't know have to say that. Mm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. But just for everyone, just to reiterate, you know, they say maximum, but when the defendant is Sherry Papini, Papini. that looks like it might be a bit of a minimum mm. of, of sentencing. But I don't know. I mean, like, what, what do you think compels somebody to do? Is it just the idea of being at the, like the focal point of everybody's concerns? Like, yes. you know, or yes. is it? Or truly just feeling like, oh, I can get one over on you. I, I, I know what was happening in Sherry's life at this time. <laughs> I could understand doing some desperate shit for 30K, though. There was a time in my life $200 was, like, transformative. I was like, I could really be doing some stuff this week. Amazing. That being said, you also pulled a racism and you stole from folks who uh, really could use what little funds are available to them. Yeah, Sherry. actual victims. Right. I think I think twenty years is excessive, but I'm a prison abolitionist, so maybe that don't mean shit to people. But no. but I, Sherry, there are better ways. Go, you are blonde and you have blood. Go grift a man, okay? How much money you need? Oh, They'll give yeah. it to you. Like figure it out. <laughs> I don't think I think hiding and lying to the FBI not worth the risk, girl. Not worth it. I think uh, all right. She need that attention. You know, that's that's the sad part. She did it strictly for attention. 30, I mean, 30 grand over how many years? Was that three years? Five. Five? Or four. Four 2017 years? to 2021. I mean, what, what's that? It's like seven, seven, three, five a year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. that ain't, you know, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, I'm going to knock it. <laughs> Decent you know, I don't, passive income. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think people like this should go to jail. I think they should have to like work at oh, a, yeah. a Waffle House in the middle of Atlanta for, for nine years, for twelve years. Right. <laughs> the night right. shift, real hard time. Yeah, I want yeah. you to work there. The <laughs> night shift, twelve oh, years. Right. Yeah, like you, your shift starts when the clubs let out. Yep. 
Every that's day. When you, that's no. when your shift starts. That's her job. So you, you have the most active version of the restaurant. That's yeah. your black, uh, what's that, black mirror type prison type shit. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that's even how I felt, right, with um, uh, Aunt Becky, right, and the whole USC get, pay for my kid to get in mm-hmm. college thing. Shit. It's like, nah, like, I don't, it's not prison that's going to really affect these people. It's like, you need to take away their creature comforts and have them toil like everybody else has to. And that, I think, maybe will generate a little more empathy than being like, I don't know, I'm in this federal prison and it's kind of great. My bunkmate is actually my accountant's ex-wife. It's really <laughs> wow. wild. Yeah, you get so, all the time to read and lift weights. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> nah, dog. That's what I think. I, I maybe feel like maybe that's how you get conservatives on board with, like, changing the judicial system. It's like, nah, man, we're going to turn up the punishments to be more things that actually feel like they're, we don't need jail. We need just to teach lessons like an old grandfather would. Hell yeah. Uh, but, you know, without the carceral system. Very tricky road. Very tricky road. Cut gra- I need you to cut grass. <laughs> right? <laughs> With scissors. With, nah, nah. I want, you to, I want you to be able to do it for real, just regular cut grass, but all the grass. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. She's like, you have, to mow, you have to mow the grass at every public park in the state. Everywhere. Love it. Until that's done, yeah. uh, we will see you there. Yeah, just producer just said, yeah, conservatives endorsing forced labor sounds like you go wrong in just about every way. Rich white people won't be the ones doing it. Hilarious. Hey. You're right, Jess. You're right. You're right. <laughs> pull us back. Pull us back. They're like, pull it back, pull it back. We're like, no, no, no. That's not what we're talking about. Fine. <laughs> not the Fine. Fine. <laughs> I just want, I want like 33% of that. Not, not the whole 100. <laughs> yeah. Or just like, you know, the, you give like uh, oppressed people like a, a punishment board that they run where like rich white offenders, they're at the go. mercy of like oppressed people and be like, OK, what do we want to cook up for this person? Cause it's not jail. It's not jail. Hmm. You stole this from children. OK, let me think. Hmm. Hmm. White people will be okay. terrified. <laughs> yeah. Terrified. They're going to enslave us now. This is a reverse racism. Nah, we That's, oh, yeah. We don't want to slavery. We, we got we way more creative than that. That's the, right. I would it's watch 100%, that show. But they don't know but, that. They don't, they don't realize that. They would be like, these are death panels of brown people. <laughs> you know, that's how they would spin it. Totally. I totally like, y'all don't want to do reparations. That's better than 90 Day Fiance right there. Like, <laughs> Honestly, reality TV show producers, you can have that one for free. Like, oh, yeah. Do it's it. Great show. Just really think, I'm like, hmm, okay. Outside, like, ways, just the creative way to abolish prisons. But but it's people who have never actually had to account for their, their crimes. They do. And they go to this very creative group. Of Punishers. Okay. Side spinners. You just spin inside. Side spinners. <laughs> yeah, and like in in the hottest intersection in, in the country. You're like, the cars don't even go here. You're like, yeah, that sucks, huh? Keep spinning that sign. Because there is a gyroscope on that thing. And if you don't do 3,000 flips, you're not going home today. You got to clean the AMC bathroom after the next Marvel movie. So. Right. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> I'm all about this. This is my deep, dark shit. But all we're saying is it's like saying wealthy people, you actually have to do wage work. Because yeah. that's the dream. What if they actually had to know what it was like? Right. I and then they come shit. out, they're awful. like. They're like, this is terrible. They're doing this for 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 ten dollars an hour. We got to do we're something. Lucky. And wow. by that, he's like, we need to lobby our senators to get rid of this program. <laughs> I don't ever want to do that again. Waffle House, Atlanta, nine p.m. Right. to four a.m. 
Oh, yeah. Let me see how just you start, get down. Just keep it safe. Starting at your shift starts at 11. <laughs> 11 p.m. to 11 you're to 7. what, like four? <laughs> well, no, you're doing a whole eight. Come on now. 11 to 7. Oh, Ooh. Shit. Ooh, you're getting all give, not, a Waffle House don't give you a full eight because you're not getting benefits. So you, oh. you can max go seven. Seven. Okay, so 11 to six. Fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got us there. Nice, nice end around on the uh, <laughs> labor. <laughs> Labor protections. Okay. I worked many a minimum wage. <laughs> Me too. I've been there. Yeah. Down. It's wild too where it's, yeah, because they're like, well, an hour is actually your lunch. And, and we're not paying for <laughs> an that. An hour is like, so grateful. So grateful. Like you have 30 oh. minutes and your time says the second you punch that clock, but you cannot eat on the floor. You got to go six floors up. It'll take you at least seven minutes. So right. good luck. They're Get back like, on time you know or you're fired. They're like, watch me eat on the sales floor. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> let's eat my sandwich in the hallway. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the American trucker convoy. Because hey. ever since a bunch of losers shut down uh, Ottawa in Canada with their trucks and oppressed person cosplay performance that they did, many conservatives in the U.S. thought, you know what? This could be good for our conservative people who want to do pretend oppressed people flash mobs out in the streets. <laughs> and maybe this is our moment to show Joe Byron what's up. Now, Rand Paul called for a trucker convoy to block the Super Bowl. He's like, I think we it'd be a great idea to see that here. Actually, we need the truckers to do that here to send a message to people. But here's the thing, Rand Paul. The Super Bowl has more law enforcement present than like even a normal presidential stump speech. There's like 600 Homeland Security people that are like deployed to a Super Bowl. So that might not be the best place. So when that didn't happen, a lot of right wing news stations were saying, you know, uh, you know, uh, we should have a convoy that starts in California and then makes its way across the great sordid landscape of America and eventually end up in D.C. to shut down Byron's State of the Union address. If you remember, the State of the Union came and went. We talked about it, how nothing of consequence was really said. And also, we didn't mention the fucking truckers because nobody fucking showed up at all. Okay. And it's really, really sad that they couldn't, they just didn't have enough, I guess, motivation, or maybe there wasn't enough funding from outside groups to AstroTurf an event like this. But they only had, they they applied for permits saying that there were going to be thousands, between up to 3,000 people there. Tell me why only 12 people showed up and no fucking trucks. Unless you count a Toyota Sienna minivan. That could be like a truck, though. There's so many, like, things to examine in this. Like, first, a clear lack of organization because Facebook is still alive and those, like, million moms and shit always draw a crowd. Did you do no networking for this? Like, how do you think events like this take place? It's actual effing work. On top of that, like... Uh, did you talk to any truckers before doing this? I don't know what's happening in Canada, but down here, there's a supply chain shortage. And, like, truck drivers is busy and getting paid. Right. <laughs> like, I can't imagine too many truckers being like, yeah, no, definitely worth missing these shipments in this, like, time when my job is, like, more in demand than ever. Right. I, I just, it's a complete lack of, like, foresight. And also maybe a good indicator on how, you know, our individual media consumption leads us to believe things are happening on a much larger scale than they are actually taking place. Right. Yeah. No. And I think that's that definitely, I think 
was one of the reasons why a lot of conservatives were like, oh, yes, this is perfect. This is this is everything we need. It's happening. We've got it going because we see how active people are on Facebook and, and this, that and the other. But, yeah, it just it, it just didn't it didn't work out the way they had hoped. And I just want to play a clip from one of the organizers of this rally who is an MMA fighter. So there's no <laughs> chance of the head injuries may have brought him to this place. But he was out here saying like, I don't know where everybody's at. <laughs> he was still trying to make the most of it. And I'm just going to play this clip of him addressing the crowd because the shit was supposed to kick off at noon and go until seven. They shut it down to like fucking 12, 15 because nobody was there. And I'm going to play this clip where he's trying to do his best to spin what's happening and why, you know, this, this actually isn't a loss at all. We're just, just going through some stuff. Trying to get people here because I wanted to see with my own eyes. I wanted to see what people were really about, what they're talking about, and who's really behind things. And as you see, with the millions of kids and the, the, the hundreds of thousands of people that are behind the behind the movement, huh? there's still not people showing up and being about it. Oh, they're not about it. Straight okay. up about it. Because what we're going to be talking about today, and what I'm going to be talking about, the message I have today. <laughs> yep, and the video cuts off right there. <laughs> I've been yeah, there nobody before, cares. Man. I had to do one of those shows. You know, we've all been there. <laughs> Five people in the audience. You still got to do your set. Rocking that burgundy rock outfit. <laughs> Surprise, yeah. He comes out with the Armadale vodka like Dame Dash did back then. I feel bad uh, for truckers, man. Because, like, truckers, first of all, a trucking job is, like, the only job that you can make six figures a year and have a felony, you know, straight mm-hmm. out, straight mm-hmm. out of prison. You know what I mean? And truckers know that that self-driving truck is like two two summers away. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they 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 know that this, this shit is ending, and uh, it's just bad, man. And uh, and plus, what? who's coming all the way to DC? You seeing gas prices right now? Yeah, <laughs> who's paying for that? <laughs> Even not, if it is diesel, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's, it's a rough game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a really good point. And the other thing too is, most truckers were like, "I'm not with this shit." Yeah, they're I'm like, "I'm working." And money. I think because it helped sort of create this like sort of like populist shorthand of like the working man, the trucker is behind this, and that gave a lot of people some of that rah rah energy to be out there. But this guy went on to sort of talk about again. You saw that crowd. It was most. I would say actually, when I look at that image, it looked like mostly press, like. Like texting their coworkers, like, yeah, man, nobody's fucking here. Don't worry about it. I'm about to come back. <laughs> and this speech went on. It said, this is from the Daily Beast. It said, quote, the rambling speech, which at times took oddly specific tangents, pressed forward with the organizer wondering where the convoy of truckers, supposedly aiming to disrupt the Beltway area in protest of vaccine mandates, actually were. Quote, where are the trucks? Where are the trucks? He yelled at one point. I know the ones that I had planned coming. They're not even allowed in because they need a commercial license and have proof of a checkoff that it looked like, hold on. You need a CDL. Come on, man. You didn't even do the bare fucking minimum? Like, you just been like, yeah, man, let's rent these trucks from this truck rental place. And they're like, you know how to use air brakes? They're like, no. They're like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Commercial license, of course. Yeah. He's like, so... They were, and then he said, quote, he said, because there was a, a checkpoint to check if you had a commercial license. So they weren't even able to stage, make it to the stage and make it look cool here. That's what he said, quote, and make it look cool here. Make it look cool here. Not because you are really about anything. And then he goes on to say, quote, but I still showed up, even if none of you did. 
I'd still be right here because I keep my word. Okay, oh. word is bond. <laughs> throw up the Rockefeller. <laughs> I mean, the way he was talking, I thought he was going to throw up, bring a no limit tank out because he said, nobody's bout it. I need people that are bout it, bout it. Coming to the stage, Master P. <laughs> oh, man. But they're not bout it, bout it, I guess. I don't know why. Why would that happen? It's almost like this isn't actually a real thing that gets people animated. But again, this is the world we're in. So uh, nice try, folks. But you have to find something a little bit easier and doesn't rely on people with very specialized licenses to participate in to make it, quote, look cool. And Rand, Rand Paul, get the hell out of here, man. You and your daddy. Yeah. Oh, they're, look, they're, they're, they're working on some stuff right now. You know, they're going through some things, clearly. I mean, he got in that fight with his neighbor. Remember, he got beat up by his neighbor. Rand Paul? Yeah, because they were had a dispute about him cutting his grass or some shit, and they ended in a fist fight. <laughs> Dude, beat him up. What state? Yeah. I mean, what state does he represent anyway? Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. So you got Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul, oh, baby, Mitch. with them black power duo. Remember, he was yeah. turning black. <laughs> oh yeah. You're like karma. Go karma. Go. You're like, yeah. His ghoul makeup started coming off, and you're like, I told you the motherfucker half orc. Mitch Look looked like a turtle. Without a shell, just just the inside oh, of the yeah. turtle, just oh. And see, my heart goes out to the turtles, you know, not Mitch. Yeah, McConnell. true indeed, true. All Too right, much he is. Let's take a quick break, and we'll talk about dubious eBay sales of tanks after this. And we are back to talk about eBay. Do you ever use eBay? Any of you ever use eBay? Back Hell in the yeah, day? I used no, eBay. What do you? What was the? What was the, okay? This is an interesting question. Oh, what was the first thing you ever bought on eBay? Uh, I started my comic book collection on eBay. I okay. bought Infinite Crisis, not a great comic book series, but wow. they released an issue every week of the year. So there were fifty two, and somebody had the whole collection. And I don't remember how much it was. It was my first credit card. I was wilding. It was mm-hmm. sophomore year of college. <laughs> and I once started my comic book collection. Okay. Greg, what I about bought, you? Uh, I bought a pair of Mecca jeans <laughs> 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 on eBay, and I bought a, a yes. two-way pager. Oh, uh, shit. A time port? Uh, the, 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 whoop, whoop, the flip. The, the Oh, I know, but I'm saying which model? I think like the... Not the little, well, I had one of the little ones, but the ones that everybody had in the videos back in the day. I don't even know the name of it. So long ago, The time port. The time port. Sidekick, the sidekick. Yes, thank you, Jess. Oh, wait. The sidekick. Okay, hold on, hold on. Now I gotta, (laughs) I gotta find my two-way. I had the sidekick. Then I had, like, the regular, like, little ones that you flipped open. Uh, Me and my girl. Old girl. Look at me. Still hurt over her, too. Oh. She got my two. Man, I she got my, my green two way. <laughs> she better still I'm have it. Oh, I still have my fucking two way. You got your two way page. You looking for your two way? <laughs> nah, yeah, you better get I rid of that, that stuff. You're a married man. There it is. There it is. Two way pages. <laughs> Look at my two way. Oh, hell no. You saw this in the hollerback. Oh man. Pimping here the two way alert. Good times. Wow. Good times back in those. Yeah, and I used to I used to rock this on my belt. You know, you used to have like a a fake-ass Louis Vuitton belt, and I would have my two-way and my big-ass, like, 3X tall white tee. Hell just, yeah. Just glimpsing over. So you knew I had it on me. You knew I had it on me. And also, shout-out to my boy, J-Boy, whose aunt used to work for this real estate company, and she was in charge of distributing company phones and pagers. 
And she had this whole thing where she would she would create a couple of fake ass like corporate accounts and sell two ways on the side. Oh, and that's how I got my. Yeah. So the bill. So all I had to do was give my boy 200 bucks and the service was on for years. Oh, Jesus. For wow. years. That's what Panini needs. She need to get a hustle like that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do it right. But people are sloppy with their hustles. Anyway, uh, <laughs> love a two-way pager. But let's talk about other eBay purchases. Actually, first thing I bought on eBay was a fake Billionaire Boys Club hoodie nice. in 2003. Wow. Yeah. Because they, they didn't have them anywhere. And I saw Pharrell wearing one in a video. I was like, I need and people think I look like Pharrell. What color are you? Oh, I need that. Uh, it was black, nice. with white with white graphics. You still got that? And then, <laughs> no, because you know, exes steal all my hoodies. Oh. I have so many missing hoodies out there. I I still have this one Bape hoodie that one of my exes still has, and I see her wear every now and then. I'm like, that's mine. And she's like, haha, is it? And I'm like, that's collateral pay. That's okay. I know. Whatever you put her, you know through, what's why got paid off in that sweater. She, brought, she dumped well. me. She dumped me <laughs> and took my hoodie. I was. I didn't do anything wrong. She was cold leaving my house and I let her take off with the hoodie and then she dumped me and then she's like, ha ha, got your Bape Cause collab hoodie. Try and get this shit. Still the whole thing in there. Oh yeah, she's married and shit. I see her wearing that shit with her husband. I'm like, yo, come on now. I've seen guys start buying the sweatshirts with like, this is not her hoodie. <laughs> like, oh yeah, font on it and stuff, and I was like, I dig it. I'm, I would still take that hoodie though. Come yeah, on. but in a way, who cares? They know everybody. <laughs> exactly. That's this hoodie is six sizes too large. They don't care. Right, <laughs> it's comfortable. Because look, love is war, and there are sometimes you know <laughs> that certain pieces of infrastructure are left behind, much like in Russia or in Ukraine with Russians storming in, people getting attacked, people completely you know just surrendering or abandoning their tanks has left a lot of clips on the internet where you see farmers pulling full fucking APCs and tanks around with their, like, tractors or people driving abandoned tanks around being like, hey, we got a fucking tank. So when people started seeing these, like, there was this one screen cap of an eBay listing where someone was selling a, quote, used Russian T-72 tank, fully functional for around (laughs) $400,000. People were... Yeah, people were like, oh, shit. And it became like a fucking meme. You know, everyone's like, wow, look at this. They're selling fucking the, the, like the spoils of war on eBay. Now, this isn't uh, exactly true. Like I said, we have seen footage of people, you know, commandeering abandoned Russian military vehicles. But the eBay thing seems like a bridge too far. There wasn't e- there's not really even real evidence that a post like that was actually even added to eBay. And the photo that was in the listing was like a picture with a little, you know, reverse image search. You're like, that's from 12 years ago, that picture. So there's no real evidence that anyone is selling them on eBay, though, like the Ukrainian government basically made a statement to tell the people that if you like take any Russian tanks, quote, you don't have to declare its value to the government. They're like, hey, that's free, man. Ooh. Like, don't worry. That's a come up. <laughs> you better like, take the- those tanks down. I love government uh, supporting its people this way. This is beautiful. Oh, it's yeah. Like there's what I'm pretty sure is a fake video of a cop pulling over, like a black cop pulling over another black person and be like, yo, why are you speeding? And the guy's like, because it's the hood. And the cop's like, yeah, no, that's a good reason. I got, you got a gun in here? And he's like, no, officer, I don't got a gun. He's like, you're going to need one. Hold on. Oh, yes. The system should empower the people. 
He's like, look, yeah, the serial number scratched off, but it doesn't have any bodies on it, so you're good. Four like, hundred grand <laughs> is a little cheap though for a tank, man. They should raise that. Oh price. yeah. Oh, I mean, there was recently one where someone got like a surface to air missile launcher where a guy was like driving it around and someone's like, that is like $5 million. That thing. Yeah. Shit. What's wild is like you see them and the shit still has like rockets in them. And you're like, uh, couldn't like one errant button press like completely just send it all the way up? I don't know. But yeah, at the the Ukrainian, what is it? There's an official group. The Ukraine's National Agency for the Protection Against Corruption. They're like the people who put the statement out that say, quote, have you captured a Russian tank or armored personnel carrier and are worried about how to declare it? Keep calm and continue to defend the motherland. There's no need to declare the captured Russian tanks and other equipment. Wow. So that's where they left it. But that didn't stop a bunch of other, you know, because we're like in the era of clicks where like legitimate news sites are also taking this thing and being like Russian tanks are being sold on eBay for thousands as people flock to bid. But then they're sloppy asses. They know it's bullshit too, because even in like the like third paragraph, it'll say, although the listings are likely a joke, it's like, well then what, then this article is likely a joke as well. <laughs> so don't fucking post like that. Like, it's like, what are they doing? Psych, this shit isn't really happening. Yeah, can I, I get mean, a maybe tank? Oh, what? what? I got to go to offer up to give me a yeah. tank. <laughs> Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got one in my buy nothing group. You know, I was saying, does anybody have a tank? I'm, I really need to go pay my exit visit. They're like, yeah, yeah, I have one. Uh, just come by and pick it up. I need somebody to take it off my hands. There is somebody selling a Russian tank, though, right now for $500. JM, our writer, looked on eBay and did find a listing. But they're doing the classic eBay scam oh, because whoa, whoa. the fine print says, it's actually a photo of a Russian tank. <laughs> You're bidding on this picture. Uh, and then they say that the, the funds will go to essential goods and medical supplies. Who knows if that's actually the case. But that's also a, a typical. I don't know. Have any of you fell for that eBay scam? Where it's like, nah, you bought a picture of an iPhone. No. For 20 no. bucks. No. Mm -mm. I had a friend do that. And I Ooh, won't even use their name. Only but people we, with broom. People with good broom skills do that fall <laughs> for those. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm, that actually tracks. <laughs> Just saying. Because the person with the weak broom skills also <laughs> bought a picture of something <laughs> on eBay. I always That's read really, the five print. That just opened up my whole fucking mind right now. I'm like, wow. Parents, get your kids on that broom. No That's the only way that we can, you know, keep them safe from misinformation. Anyway. <sighs> What a what a world we live in. Well, Greg, mm -hmm. thank you so much hey, for uh, joining for us today. Me. Oh, man, I always, always love being up on, on the Daily Zeit, guys. Man, nice to meet you, Joel. You're so fucking funny, girl. <laughs> I love you. Too. Oh, thank you. Hilarious. See, she's just she's a breath of fresh air. She's millions of rays of sunshine that activate <laughs> the melanin in my skin to keep me oh shit excelling. You know what I mean? Uh, Greg, where can people find you and follow you? And and what's a tweet that you've been enjoying? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Greg the Grouch. I'm always saying some wild, random shit that my dad talks to me about months later. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at Greg Comedy. Okay. And what, some random Twitter shit that, uh... Yeah, anything you like. What's in your likes? What's in my life, man? Um, okay. One of my homies, uh, Marcella Arguello, 
Yeah. Hell yeah. I love my me and Cell go way back. She like a sister at this point. We go so far back. But um, Oh, because you came up in the Bay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. came up in the Bay. So I like all my friends from the Bay. And like I've just known Cell for probably twenty years at this point. Wow. She good friends with my wife and shit. Cell too close. We get sometimes right. we get in fights <laughs> and I'm like, I can't deal with you right now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Stop. She's like, a brutal for, takedown artist. That's yeah, impressive. I can't, I, can't, I can't deal with you. You're too much right now. You know, right. she break up with somebody and I got to be mad at the dude. You know, <laughs> do they do that you to better me? Be. I know, I know. See, we can, I know, I got to be mad. Who side you on? You're like, God well, damn. I like Go Mike. tighten his ass up. <laughs> You're like, what? Uh, I can't fuck with you no more. You did my girl dirty. Uh, anyway, but uh, just shout out to Sal. She really doing her, Um, I feel like she's yeah. stepping up her, uh, her Instagram game up. Um, her, uh, her, oh, yeah. Just her social media game up. So I always try to yeah. shout out people. Can I shout out more people? Sure. Chris Garcia. Check out his Finding Rafi podcast. Chris Riggins. Check out his first album. Amy Miller got a Comedy Central show coming out on May, March 24th. Friend of uh, the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Joelle, thank you hey. again for, for joining me, for propping me up. Where can people find you and follow you? And what is some tweety stuff you like? Hell yeah. Uh, it was fun. Thank you for having me back, as always. Greg, so lovely to meet you. Uh, I got a couple. So, okay, here it goes. One, my daddy was an entrepreneur. I'm not knocking it. Duh. But I have very different views on it. I never want to eat what I kill a day in my life. Pay me to work down to the fishing boats, man. Same. I have zero desire for that life. I need someone to call in payroll if something's up with my check. I ain't trying to look in the mirror. And I feel that vibe. I feel that, like, <laughs> straight to my core. And then, right. uh, what was the other one? Oh, there's a picture of Yo-Yo Ma, like, really going in on yes. his cello. Really Betty going blood in. Letter. It's just like, <laughs> the caption is me sliding my straw in and out of the McDonald's cup. And that took me back. <laughs> that hit me all the way back. Uh, this one's from Big Willie Cart. I think that Bugs Bunny should be standing next to the WB logo eating a carrot for all Warner Brothers movies, not just the animated shit. Yeah. Show some respect. And mm -hmm. finally, from Dr. John Paul, one of the participants of the Next Up program, one of the baddest, tweeted this morning, they went and changed the name of that pancake batter and syrup and racism is still rampant. And yeah. I feel it. It's frustrating. We did all we could. We got rid of the mascots and still, look at it. Here it is. Who Every day. Who the fuck died? Who the fuck died? <laughs> We, but we did the whole thing. And even that, even old Sidney Poitier <laughs> films were talking about it. And we're still here? Somebody's lying, folks. Somebody's lying. It's a problem. <laughs> it's like we never just dealt with it the way it needed to be dealt with. And we are still trying to deal with it that way. Uh, where can people find you, Joel? Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all know me. It's Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique. That's J-O-E-L-L-E-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. Okay, perfect. I love that uh, that yo-yo mommy too. Really like You're that. So funny. Uh, anytime I that's like my favorite meme picture. Like whenever that's used in a meme, I'm like, this is gonna hit because there's something about the way yo-yo ma is like, ooh, I'm I'm playing the fuck out this cello. Mm. He, I am not fucking up on broom. That's for sure. No, definitely not. <laughs> Tweet I like is from uh, past guest Valerie Tosi at Valerie Tosi tweeted an older guy on my because she talked about how she was in a pinball league on the show uh, last or two weeks ago. He said, this is from a tweet, an older guy in my pinball league asked me what I do tonight. And I told him, I'm a comedian. His eyes lit up and he said, really? I want to do that too. And I replied, no, I promise you, you really don't. 
<laughs> like, yeah. People need to be saying that more. Just just uh, kill it in the crib. <laughs> yep. People are like, I want to be like, no, I heard you do some weird accents in the parking lot. Let's just let's just keep that uh, to the side. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. You can find the show uh, at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We got a Facebook and something and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post the episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, where we post the footnotes and the song we write out on. Actually, I'll just tell you the song we're going to write out on. I wanted to I want to go out on something that felt like me, which is a a Japanese cover of a black artist. And this is from a Japanese sort of jazz disco vocalist, Kimiko Kasai. And she is covering Stevie Wonder's ass. Always. Ooh. But it's done very disco. And it's just always fun when you see people kind of just cover like iconic songs. And this one has tempos are around the same. But it's just a nice kind of, it, it sort of feels like you're in a weird parallel universe when you hear like a Japanese woman just ripping as uh, on uh, in the disco version. So check that out. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We'll be back later to tell you what's trending. Hope you have a good day. Shout out to the guests, guest co-host. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Uh,